Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest View from the Gladys Street podcast, the first View from the Gladys Street fan podcast of the year. Everton started 2019 exactly how they finished 2018, with a 1-0 defeat against a team who we very much expected to take all three points from. Joining me on today's show, we have three lads, all who are going to be as positive as possible. Isn't that, isn't that right, Graham? No? No comment. <laughs> uh, first up, we've got uh, Rob Astle. How are you doing, Rob? Afternoon, mate. You okay? Good Christmas, yeah? Yeah, good. Yeah, Good, good. Uh, second up, we've got Graham Callahan. First appearance, back on the show after a couple of weeks off. Good Christmas? Uh, yeah, other than Everton. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my third guest is Conor O'Neill. You all right, Conor? Ian, how was, your, best, how was your Christmas? Yeah, thanks very much. You right, yourself yeah. as well. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast via the iTunes and the Acast app. You can also join the debate via our Royal Blue Facebook page. All you need to do is search Royal Blue on Facebook and ask to join and we will approve your request. We've had a number of questions submitted via the page today. Um, so we will read them out at the end of the show. Um, lads, obviously... Plenty to discuss today. We'll we'll start off with Connor. Um, just first of all, we'll go over into the overall situation to start um, in a minute. But you know, our last game was Leicester. Um, got beat one 0 at home. First game of the new year. What did you make of the results and the performance? I always think that as never told, there's a lot of things you can preempt what kind of come true. And I must admit, when I seen that fixture got moved to half twelve New Year's Day a couple well a couple of months ago. I kind of preempted what was going to happen in that it would be absolutely terrible. There'd be a lot of fans sat there with bad hangovers, myself included, <laughs> questioning why they were there and it was going to be dull. And it was every one of them things. What I didn't preempt is that we would be coming into that game in the run of form, which we have been, and we would produce a performance like we did do. Um, it was it was terrible. I mean, there's, there's no there's no way you can sugarcoat it in any way. In any way. It was terrible from start to finish. We just, you know... Lacked a little bit of everything really from defensive solidness to creativity to energy. And I think the only disappointing factor for me is is that they were no best than us. In fact, first half I thought they were worse than us, which is some got with some going. Basically the the one proven goal scorer on the pitch got one chance and he put it in the back of the net and that was ultimately the difference between the two sides on a day to a day really to forget. I mean Rob, was the performance that bad in your eyes? I mean we didn't have that many chances ourselves. We hit the we hit the bar, didn't we? And we had that one where Bernard got it into the middle of the six yeah. yard area in the, in the second half. Other than you know the mistake from Keane, it probably could have been a you know I wouldn't say credible, but you know a, an average nil nil draw where we've stopped a bit of a rotten and, and taken a point. It'd have been yeah, it probably would have been that because like like Connors just said there, they were the only player on the pitch. You know, with the proven goal scorer, had one chance and score from it. Other than that, there was no. I don't think we tested Michael. I don't think they really tested Pickford either. Um, yeah, it's just the, the, the performance matched the, the whole atmosphere of the day. Just ridiculous times to have a kick-off. 
Um, is that an excuse that we can no, use though? No, not at all. You know, at the end of the day, these are, these are paid massive amounts of money to turn up and play football. You know, they, they should be prepared for that. I thought we had, there was a lack of urgency throughout the whole um, the whole team all day. Um, you know, at home you'd expect, if you go 1-0 down, you'd expect to kind of lay siege to them a little bit. And I only remember Schmeichel making one credible save and that was off toast and that was right at him. Um, that one clear-cut chance that we did have, where you'd expect the likes of a Jamie Vardy to be sniffing around it, you know, right in the six-yard box, our two centre-forwards were loitering towards the penalty spot when Bernard puts a perfect ball right across the face of goal to try and level it up. But yeah, generally just an all-round poor day. Um, you know, kick-off time's not really an excuse, but, you know, it kind of set the tone really for the day. Um, we look knackered as well, I think. Um either knackered or there's lack of effort, it's one or the other, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but yeah, we need to stop this rot soon. Graham, are you, are you worried then? Obviously, let's move on to the overall situation now. Obviously, the, the Leicester performance in itself, we've had we've had one win now in eight games since the derby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's kind of shattered us. I mean, whether you can use the derby and the Pickford stake at, uh, mistake as an excuse, I don't know. Um, that's not for me to say. But, how worried are you by this 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 slump in form? Um, I am pretty worried. I'm, I'm you know, it, it's concerning. Um, I know you you were talking about the Leicester performance just now, but this it, it's becoming a recurring theme. Like th- this not being able to break teams down and conceding sloppy goals. It's disappointing if it happens once, but it seems to be happening all the time. And we're all we're all trying to be as optimistic as we can, but there's going to come a point where we have to say. When's this going to change? When do we ex- start to expect more? How many games has he had now? Is it, 21. Is it 20, 21 games? Do you know? We can't keep saying, oh, well, he needs time. Oh, we'll get the rub of the green eventually. Oh, it'll be all right in the end. Because at the moment, we're more likely to be... to be. I'm not saying we're going to get relegated, but we're more likely to be fighting a relegation battle than we are having any prospect of getting into Europe. And these teams beating us, they're not United, they're not Arsenal, they're not City. They're, they're Brighton. Do you know the Leicester? They're not. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. As like I say, I'm, I don't think we're going to get relegated, but but I'm concerned. I am concerned. So what's 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 the answer then for now? Just in your opinion, you know, we're probably not going to sign anyone within the next mm. week or so. I know the, the transfer window's open. Um, we'll come on to whether fresh faces and stuff is is the is, is the answer. But in terms of the the squad that he's got now, what is what does he do? I mean, it's, e- it's easy for me to say this now, but he needs to get back to basics. He needs to start keeping clean sheets. He needs to start making us a team that are difficult to beat. P- people are talking about this blueprint, and I do agree with them to an extent. He's brought this blueprint to the club, and the football's improved. No end, don't get me wrong. It's, it's pretty to look at. You know, we do. Is play it, some is nice it that stuff. pretty though? Is it, are you have I, you been happy I, yeah, with the style and put, I, you know? I do think it's changed a lot. I mean, the, <coughs> his predecessor was, was Sam Allardyce, wasn't it? So yeah. it was always going to come on from there. Um, but I do think this, there's a blueprint there and I do think the way Everton plays has improved. But that doesn't matter if you're not going to win games, does it? Do you know what I mean? Um, so I think he needs to get back to... He needs to make us a difficult team to beat and then go from there. And I know that's boring and I know that's not what people want to hear. And I know that you know, football fans in this day and age, they want to go and watch you win 6-0 every week. But if we carry on like the way we are, we're going to be in serious trouble. Do you know mm. what I mean? So... Get back to basics for me. How he does that, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not a coach, I'm not a manager, and I'm not there every day. But we need to. We concede goals all of the time, all of the time. I was talking to my dad after the Burnley game, and he said, 
Yeah, and we won five one, but he's ever the pessimist. We've conceded a goal again. We have to score two goals to win a game, and we're not doing that at the moment. So for me, yeah, back to basics. Connor, are you are you as worried as Graham is with the with the slump and heading into the the next month or two? It, it is worrying and it's massively concerning. I mean, you know, there's a lot being made, isn't there, about silver and you know we need time and, and stuff. And you know, one thing, one thing. I think has to be emphasised is that he's not totally immune from crit- the criticism and ultimately there's a lot of things going wrong at the minute that fall at his door. There's also a lot of things that aren't really his fault in terms of the lack of squad depth. You know, the fact that he's inherited a lot of dead wood and plays who just simply aren't good enough. And in, in a way, sorry to interrupt, the, the, the squad depth or the, the squad of players is there, they're just, they're just terrible, aren't they? They're just not good enough. I mean, yeah. and that's why that's why I think we look so tired because it's quite clear that he doesn't have the trust in a lot of them squad players yeah. to play games. He's got so, nothing else to affect. So, so he's just running. The, the players who he, he trusts and he knows who can go out there and, and have performed to a reasonably good standard so far this year in the ground because he's probably looking at it thinking, well, you look at the Spurs game, for instance, we lost to just again Andre Gomez. We replaced him with Tom Davis and Morgan Schneiderlin and the two of them couldn't get near Spurs as midfield in Winks and Eriksen. Just couldn't get near them so he's probably looked at that half an hour and thought God we can't go back to that again because we're just going to get overran like you know so that's not his fault but I think there is certain aspects where he has to take the blame in terms of the players just not looking up for it like you look at the squad you look at the the way I think Rob alluded to it there we went one behind at home you know we didn't even throw any cutlery let alone the kitchen sink at mm. Leicester did we you know he couldn't have come away and gone oh Schmeichel's out of the world he's there he's made three great saves with the bar with the post if I'm off the line you know you're struggling like you know we, we took hope in the fact that Bernal put a low cross across the box and we all sorts of went oh funny our centre forwards would have anticipated that's poor when when yeah. you're clinging on to small things like that mm. that's poor you know it's and it is worrying because it's becoming a reoccurring theme and you know, the, the Burnley result now looks a fluke more, more than anything, doesn't it? You know, mm. it looks as though we've gone there and had three chances in the first 15 minutes and mm. took everyone. Not Do you think that of, was the case, though, with the, with the way we played against Burnley? I know. No, but I, I, don't, I don't think that they're very good. They're not for me. They're, they're not very good, no. though. And I'm, I've got my proper pessimist dead on today. I thought we played very well against... I, Burnley have got their own issues, but I thought we were, played very well in terms I of... I thought we played very well against... More direct they, and they, the ball, they, got the, the, the ball way, forward more. Mm. I thought we defend defended well against Burnley teams if they you know they do lump a lot of long balls yeah. forward and we did deal with that quite well. The three centre halves worked well there. Yeah. It took to, it took was it Woods and Vokes. Barnes and Barnes, out the game, sorry, out Barnes the game, the game yeah. yeah. Um, mm. But you are looking at now and that that seems sort of seems a fluke that result, doesn't it? Because we backed it up with a, a really poor one 0 away at Brighton. Mm. We all right, we were a little bit unlucky. We hit the bars and we I think we hit the post. And then yesterday and I know before that we we, we were we were crushed by Spurs, so it, it is worrying and it is, it is concerning because you, you look at the fixtures we've got now and you think, oh, we should we could win every one of them. But at the same time, you think, oh, well, we it's could not, get it's because... Not, it's not good though, is it? We should. No, exactly. You know what I mean? We should. We should be going there thinking you, we, you, want, we want nine points out the you, next. You're looking at like Bournemouth at home, they're on a, a bad run of format yeah. at the minute. So you're thinking, oh, well, it's, it, you know... Like, like, it's going to click for them at some point. So I know it's not, hope it's not good. Then they're going to Southampton. You look like they've been a little bit re- regenerated by the manager and then Huddersfield. So it, it's a it's a big month January for them because we've got the FA Cup as well thrown in. So it's a massive, massive goal <coughs> for them. Well, the Tottenham game, I feel, or I'll ask the question, was it not the only game that Phil uh, Silver was tactically naive? The, the, the other games uh, have been just through no, because poor performance. 
I mean, we went, went one nil up against Tottenham, and then obviously the mistake as well. Yeah. And then Spurs have gone two one up, three one. Do you think would it not have been better for Silver at the time to be like shut up shop completely because he's kind of just left us completely open? He hasn't he hasn't done anything to. I, I know what you're saying, but I think he's been tactically naive throughout the season in terms of substitutes. I don't really think the, a lot of the time the substitutes very rarely have any sort of impact. You know, is that is that sorry? Is that because he's not got the subs to make? David Moyes was <coughs> forever known for making defensive substitutions. That's striker off in the ninetieth minute for the. the, the and then yeah. When, yeah. It, when it works, Silver's like. Not a genius, but it's like, well, them subs have worked because he's put an attacking midfield and an attacking forward on. Yeah. Mm. Are we not grasping at straws again? No. Should we, shouldn't we be good enough from the off to beat teams? Like, I, I know you're talking specifically I, about I do. the Spurs I, game. I agree, yeah. yeah. But Spurs aside, you were a better team than us anyway. It's just street like, of us, aren't they? If they want to come to Goodison and beat us, then I'm, I'll hold my hands up and say Spurs are a great side. They've, they've turned us over. It wasn't nice to watch. It hurt a lot. But they're a good side, aren't they? They're, they're I think Spurs are a good side, but I think we made them look like Real Madrid. Yeah. And I don't think they're that good. But talking about like, oh, you know, should we have the substitutions to be able to turn them round, you know, get them beat by your Leicesters and your Brighton? We should be good enough to, to the take the game 11, to them from yeah. the first minute and, mm. and, and beat them. Do you know what I mean? But football's and, not but always not. like that though, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's not like you know. It's but if you've got if you've got a good side that are playing well and 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 it's your players are better than their players invariably will you not win the game? Fair We've point, got yeah. beat at home by West Ham, Leicester, Brighton have just beat us. <laughs> but these teams, we should be beating these sides. We should be more beating, often than not. We should be beating these sides. But why why are we saying we should be beating these sides because we're Everton Football Club or we've spent money or because, yeah? For, but well, Leicester, West Ham, and Fulham have spent more than us this season. Yeah, but. Everyone's saying now Marco Silva's this dynamic manager who's going to you know change the way you play and change our fortunes. Pellegrini's won the league with West Ham. So Ranieri at Fulham now. I'm not trying to catch it out. I'm not Fulham a better side. No, no, I'm not trying to catch it out. What I'm saying is West Ham fans surely must be. West Ham have spent a lot of money. Yeah, West Ham have spent a lot of money and a lot of pundits and a lot of well, their fans have have got high expectations, haven't they? But so we have them rightly so. If you if you if you go through their team man for man and compare it to our team. They're not three one at Goodison better than us. They're just, they're just not. Um, I think we should be beating teams like that at home. Okay. End the story. No, I agree. Um, Rob, just back back to this slump that we find ourselves in. Then, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it, it's it's obviously all started following on from the derby. So, is it as simple as this derby mistake, Pickford no. mistake? has completely knocked us cold. How many games have we played since the derby? Is it eight? Well, it's, seven, it's eight. Seven, it's eight, one eight, winning, eight games. One so winning, eight. Eight. No, you can't, you, you've got to stop using that as an excuse now. That's, the, the game's got, to be fair, after the derby, we had two golden opportunities to, to get back on track straight away. Mm-hmm. And one, and we were winning in both of them. Oh, sorry, no, we were winning one of them and we ended up pulling it back against Newcastle, didn't we? You know, there were your two opportunities to try and stop that slump there. That's, you can't, you'd be using that defeat is a is a is the excuse for this poor run of form now it's for me it's a mixture of a few things it's we, well, look, we were playing very well we were, we were playing, yeah, say very yeah, well we were playing yeah, well yeah, and we I'm were winning games really. I was super optimistic after yeah. the derby I was saying how, what a good side we've got but then I did stress how important the next three or four home games were going to be and we just haven't turned up but I think it's a mixture of we look dead in our feet and that going back to what Connor said before about the, the squad depth he doesn't trust the other players because obviously because the, he sees them as potentially dead or not good enough so 
he's working the likes of Andre Gomez, Sigurdsson, Richarlison, all into the ground. The players you expect your best, the best of, the best of. The, the knackered Andre Gomez had his poorest performance for us on on yesterday. I thought, mm. I thought he was genuinely really really poor, and that's not. I don't think that's through any fault of his own. I think that the lad was just he was knackered. Mm-hmm. I think t- tinkering with this system isn't helping us either. He's either going three four, sorry three four three. Or he's the usual four, um, two, three, one. That doesn't. And that's I, not even that formation, though. I I don't think because <coughs> sometimes it ends up just as a four-five-one, and then the striker's just completely isolated at the top. Yeah, well, they, they, well, that's another reason why it's not not working properly. You know, it's worked once and it worked against Burnley because and Burnley weren't expecting us to do that to go three at the back, mm. and we managed to blow them away within the first. But, but half. I also think though that you, can, I don't think we can read too much in <coughs> to Burnley because yeah, we, yeah, yeah. There's poor Premier. I mean, I've got one of my good mates went to university, which is a big Burnley fan, and uh, I had talked to him on a daily basis at the minute just to wind him up because it's hilarious. <laughs> and he actually said to me about three weeks ago before we even played before Christmas, he said we're going down. And I said, "What? He went, we're going down. He went, we are terrible." He went, "You went, you watch. You went, watch a couple of our games. But we are terrible." He said, "We put a good performance in one in every eight games. He went to get Sean Dice out the trouble, and people start getting a little optimistic. And then we just go back to our old stumpy self." He said, "And against after Boxing Day, he texted me saying, if if Dice doesn't beat West Ham, I think they has.' Yeah, yeah, he said, he said it could be game over for him. And I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." Because he went today was just pause. It got went. We didn't even play with any sort of conviction we just lump long balls forward against them three centre halves is that not what they did last year though <laughs> yeah but I just, I, what I mean in terms of the context of playing yeah, Everton yeah. I think we beat the side 5-1 who we should be beating like what you're saying right yeah. we should be beating comfortably you know mm. there's, there's no reason why we shouldn't be struggling against a team like that yeah. well we have struggled all season against teams like that really haven't we I mean even, even the games where we've we don't like teams who sit back we don't like teams who are, who are who are defensive mind the Newcastle prime example mm. at home where Huddersfield prime example at home teams who, who come and get a smash and grab goal you know we come away with a we come away with a point we come away with points in them games because we literally can't break teams like that down See, it's, been a, it's been a problem for Everton for the past three or four years to tell you the truth Moyes used to eat them games up didn't he Graham's ready but to he's ready yeah. I can see him looking at me now I can see isn't Marco Silva's forte if you like isn't, the, isn't what he was supposed to bring to Everton Football Club this type of football that will break those teams I'm not, down. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not disputing that. And, we and still I think, can't do it. but we've got to give them time to do that, haven't we? Twenty games, mate. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, then I'm gonna minute. All right. On the flip side, Pochettino, after twenty games, a point more than Marco Silva had with, the, with that Tottenham team, right? They haven't given up on him. Look at them now. I'm not, and I'm, we should be using the likes of Tottenham as a blueprint. It doesn't happen overnight, and it's probably not going to happen this transfer window either. Because it's—he's got. I don't think it'll happen in the next three. He's got. I think it's going to take a lot more time, a longer. How long has mm. Pochettino been with Tottenham now? He's probably had about Four, five or five six, years, five years. And they've—they've retained their world-class players where we've lost. But lost that's—but that's—but that's now up to us not to we're, to not sell them now when it comes when it when it comes to having the, to having them players in, in, within the team. The problem is though we haven't got. Those type of players in the team now we've already yeah, got, we've already I, got rid of them. I, I, I was I always felt that a little bit like sort of you know Roberto Martinez in, in particular he kind of got away with it a little bit because they always had Lukaku to get them out of trouble. Yeah, we had Lukaku. So when we play someone Leicester at home, the likelihood is Lukaku to score too, or you get an Atrick, and and he get his goal and he's win three one or you know four one or whatever, and we're talking about going right now it's a good result. That we can, we kind of has. Like, 
Lukaku probably is the perfect example of a player who could get them out of trouble against lesser teams because yeah, you think, yeah. oh, well, you'll get a goal. Where we fell short was obviously Lukaku it, didn't do it in the big games when it, ma- when it really mattered. But it's probably just his presence, have, though, isn't at it? At the minute, we haven't got that at all. Though. We haven't got kind of that one player who you think, you know, with Charles from at the start of the season, but he looks dead on his feet. He looks like. Well, it looks like he's lost. It he looks like he's lost his way a little bit. You know. Let's let, sorry. Let's let's move on to what Rob. You've you've both both said that they're Connor and Rob. So I want to ask Graham this because obviously, you, you know, you've been a little bit critical of Silver here. You talked about how dead on we the feet we are and, mm. and tired we look. So I'm not using this as an excuse, but Everton and Tottenham, the two teams in the Premier League, to have the least amount of hours in between Premier League fixtures. Um, over the Christmas period so that is surely surely with the you know the bare thread quality of squad that we've got has got to have contributed to you know the poor performance yeah. energy levels four games in nine days wasn't it that's what it worked out as four games in nine days so surely that's got to contribute yeah it will have done it's not it's not a favourable run of fixtures is it it's not you know it's not ideal don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but I, I was going to ask earlier on when you were talking about it what, what who are the players that you don't think he trusts the players that are always on the bench, surely. Yeah, Davis, Nyland, so, Tosson. He start out. How often has he gone with Calvert Lewin now? I, I, th- I think he's starting to trust him a little bit because I think, right. despite the poor performances, or we'll say about poor, poor performances as well as bad results, he's probably been a bit of a shining light in that. I mean, I'm not saying he's. Yeah. I'm not saying he's the answer. I'm just, just saying he's. He's, be, he's he's helped. I yeah. think he, I think to be honest with you, I think he I, I think as well. Just on another player there, I think if he was fit and ready to go, I think the Christmas period would have seen us see a lot more of Luckman over Walcott. I think Walcott's been not on short of disgusting at the entire <laughs> Christmas period. <laughs> yeah, good word to use. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think, I think he's over Tosin and up yeah, against yeah. Brighton. What does that say about Tosin? I know we came on against Leicester, but but yeah. So so does he not? I don't know. Does he not need to make his mind up then? Does he not need to figure out what it is that well, he, he wants he, from them and what it is that he what, wants to do? Because well, he's had, like like we say, it, it's that busy festive period has been and gone now. And I hate to, I think we, we, we've regressed in some areas. I, 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 don't, I wouldn't disagree, but we either go, we, Silver, he's not going to do this, but he would either just go back to a, you know, don't want to say his name, but like an Allardyce style of football where, toast, where it's kind of just so direct, where it's so poor to watch. And Tosin no. would probably be better in that style of play with because he scored like five, six goals. I'm not, I'm not saying we go route one and we and we just lump it forward mm. and play off second balls and and you know that's not the type of football I want to yeah. see. But these these individual errors and 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 that getting caught on the counter attack so often, time after time after time, this needs to be addressed, doesn't it? That like I, I like the blueprint and I, and I like the way he tries to get them to play and you know I like some of the little intricate one twos and. Uh, you know, I, I like I like the way the front three switch about and stuff. But if you if you keep conceding sloppy goals, if you're not organised, if you if you're not hard to beat, you, you've got no, no platform yeah. to spring off to build think, from. Yeah, you've got you've got you've got a point. Like this back to basics thing, and I think it does start from the back. I mean, yeah, look at yesterday's goal, the Vardy goal. It was an error from Michael Keane, mm-hmm. who's to be honest with you, he's barely put a foot wrong all season. If truth be told, and I, you know, a silly. You know, a la- it was a lazy pass, wasn't it? And obviously, it ended up in the path of of um, Vardy. Of Vardy. You look at you look at Pickford a couple of times at the, in the dark, in the dark, and starting the Tottenham. You know, so, you know, it's 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 back. It's it is. It's getting back to the basics of like you know. Even yesterday, Pickford he played. A, he it, 
he cleared the ball and he tried to be too clever ended up booting her out of play mm-hmm. way out of shame uh, not James Coleman um, John Joe Kenny John Joe Kenny um, you know and it, it is it is a, it is a back to basics thing I think that and, and I think that is needed to, to stop to stop the rot but, but at the same time there are mitigating factors within it and I, and I do think he hasn't really got a team that the, the, the high performers in that team Lucas Dean Kurt Zuma Richarlison they're the three players Andre Gomez as well sorry they're the players who've probably been the best players for us this season his players see so, what I mean and, well, and, and I'm not a bloody good player and I'm not just I'm not, in England I, I, international and Jordan not, Pickford's in England international and going back like I, just to the Spurs thing what if you compare their record over the festive period than ours ours is a lot worse isn't it and now I know Spurs have got more squad depth and they've got they've got a better side we've all just said that but how many more games have they played than us this season? Spurs are in the Champions League. Spurs, are, you know. I think you know, they, they did get beat, didn't they, by Wolves and Pochettino said after, didn't he? Decent he we said after that we, we got to 70, 75 minutes there and we just didn't have nothing in the tank left mm. to left to give. And they, they ran up like they got, they started isolating the, the space. So. Uh, uh. They, they won again though yesterday, didn't they? They've come back, bounced back, yeah. battered Cardiff. You did. But I think that's the difference though in class, isn't it? They've got players who, who can. No, the, the, is, the, yeah, the, the big thing with a lot of these like Spurs is they've got goal scorers they've got people who can put the ball like ultimately a lot of Everton's is, failed is team Richarlison happen. and Gilfie Sigurdsson and are they not people who should be putting the ball in the back of the oh, net yeah, but, they are, but they've got actual strikers like Harry Kane they've got one haven't they really I don't think those, pers- like those ones that you mentioned are like on level with what Spurs have got no I'm not saying they're that good but they're good enough to, to, to break or they should be good enough to break down a team like Leicester at home mm. shouldn't they and make more chances than we created yeah. and put Leicester under the cosh more than they did well, one thing I noticed during one attack in the second half against uh, Leicester was we, we never ever get in behind teams it's it's always mm. played in front of the back mm. four isn't it and I think Guy brought the ball out at one point and he ran with it and Sigurdsson was like with his back to goal. This is only on the halfway line, back to goal. Like saying, go on, give me the ball, give me the ball. It's like, no, run, run. Yeah. And Guy will run. And then he, like, pace, power. And we we, we we haven't had that for years. And that's what I thought Marco Silva would would bring. I, I, I don't know. I mean, is fresh face is what we need now in January. Is it Because I've been very vocal about this on Twitter. It's got, to, it's, got to be, it's, to yeah. it's got to be interesting to do that. It's got to, it's, but it's got to, I think me and you've talked about this anyway. It's got to be the right faces. We can't just go out mm. and waste money like we did on Tosson, like we did on Walcott, like we did on Snarling. You know, to be fair, to be fair, the, the, the problem we've got at the minute, right? It's a culmination of poor management over the last two years, two and a half years, and a mixture of a new manager coming in, starting again from scratch and trying to build something. That's what it is at the minute. So he's got to get it right each transfer window as well. It's not just getting it right on, the, I know he's not getting it right on the pitch at the minute, but he's got to get it right in transfer windows too. So there's no point in him going out and spending 25, 30 million on a player who might have a, sh- have a short-term impact, i.e. a Walcott, right? He's got to go out and get the right bodies in. So even if that means getting one player in, to make it that made to make that little bit of difference, but it's the right difference. Then it lasts. It lasts for you know for the length of the player's contract. Great, but don't. Or if it's going to be a short term thing, make sure it's short, it works for us. I think one player I want us wouldn't mind us trying to sign is because it would be probably be short term until the end of the season. It'd be Batshuayi at Chelsea because I've heard his loan's going to get cancelled to Valencia. It'd be a six month loan. 
you know, he comes on, scores, he's a striker, scores goals. And then it's our decision then in the summer to see whether we make it any, to, to go any further. But it's got to be the right decision in trans, this transfer window. Otherwise, you're just back to square one, aren't you? You're going to have the same problems next year. Yeah. Well, Connor, our record in the January transfer window has been probably, you know, appalling. Really, we've had a couple. Well, we of... didn't have a January transfer window, did we? For a couple of years, we yeah. just we just didn't enter it. Is we mm. like it was if we just opted out. Like at the start, we've gone. Oh, we're just going to opt out of the January transfer window. But when we've you know recruited, we've gone in there. I think Stones maybe was probably the only one I can think of. Really, was that January again? And he even then he was one for but the future. Moyes Mo- 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 has one, didn't he? Where he got PNR. But that was only because we'd sold him. Gibson, Gibson yeah. someone else. Yelovich yeah. didn't he? Got, he had one with Yelovich. But, got but it, well. it wasn't a long-term fix, though, Yelovich, was it? No, but it did. It was great for six months, but then the lad didn't know where the goal was for, for the next two years. It, it, it's, it, was a, it was a quick fix. Yelovich, that kind of you know, nearly paid off, didn't it? You know, we got to a, mm. a, a semi-final um, and then di- didn't win. So... What 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 do we do now then, Connor? Do you, do you agree with Rob? Like, as in just, just leave it as is? Because, you know, we, we, we've we literally just spent the past half an hour talking about how that squad is threadbare of quality. You know, there's players there, but they literally just fill a void. Well, it, it, it's all easier said than done, isn't it? We, we can all sit here and say, oh, we, we, need, <coughs> we need number nine who scored 30 goals a season. We need this, we need that. We need that. We need a right back who can bomb forwards and, and, and put crossings to the box. The reality is... They're hard to find and they're hard to get. And the position we're in right now, this minute, it's even harder to get them in because you're looking at it, you know. And I think after, you know, it was a Cardiff and then after Liverpool, it was almost like, oh, it's going to be a little procession here until the end of the season. Of we're going to come sixth, you know, we'll get back in the Europa League. We'll have some good foundations to build on. Now we're 11th, are we? 11th in the table, 10th, 11th. Mm. So all of a sudden, you know, it's just slip down the table. People are not very happy, you know, that there's. So it becomes hard to get them type of players in. And I agree with Rob that you've just got to get players in who you feel are going to improve you and kick you on. Now that might happen now, it might not happen now. I think what we've got to do is you've got to put trust in Marcel Brands more yeah. than anything. Well, we haven't had a January transfer window under Brands, so we've got no, no comparison Because really. if, if, you know, if someone was very productive in terms of he got a lot of Deadwood out, the likes of Ashley Williams. Class and Rooney, exactly. Class and Rooney it went, you know, he got, was it six players and in the end, I think we did six players. Mm. You know, they, they, they remained staunch on Luckman that he was going nowhere unless they got over the odds, basically. So, I think you've got to trust him in that. He knows what he's doing. You know, he's the man in that position. And the early signs of a summer are good, but like everyone knows, January is hard, isn't it? It's, it's hard to get to get anyone in unless you pay over the odds. So I don't think we'll be as active as what people hope and think we will be. I really don't. Well, well, I know you then, Graham, considering, you know, the situation that we find ourselves in. If if that is the case, if we don't really no, sign... because... It's not that easy, is it? It's not. No. It's not a case of just you know. It's not championship manager. You can't just. It yeah. takes time, doesn't it? Um, it wouldn't frustrate me. I think. I agree with what they're saying to to a point, but if can he not coach coach some of the players then to 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 do what he That's wants fair to play, do yeah, to make comment, them better yeah. players? Yeah, you know, if he, if he's a if he's this good a coach, he's not a well beat. He's never going to be. But Morgan Stadland played for Manchester United. He's a France international. He's not. He's not entirely useless, is he? He's obvi- mm. There's obviously something about him, as a as a footballer, that you know, m- you know, he's, the, he's got something, hasn't he? The, the, Can't, I'm not saying that he should be a starter. That he should play every week, but he's ov- there's obviously something there, isn't there? Andre Gomez, Portuguese international, Leighton Baines on the bench. You know, quality. No one can argue. We we're not. 
the, we're not the, Huddersfield. Those, <laughs> those players that you mentioned, sorry to interrupt there, though, their, their positions where we're already strong in, though, aren't they? Which is why they're not really getting the game. It's, you know... So Settling was particularly strong in central midfield after getting Gomez had taken out the equation. But I don't think Morgan Snydlin is absolutely useless. No, no, I, 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 I agree, but... He, he probably had a couple of chances, didn't he? I mean, did he play against West Ham? Was it West Ham that he played against? Where he, he yeah, come he on did. against Spurs, yeah. didn't he? He did yeah. play against West Ham, yeah. Um, I, I, I do think Tom Davis. I don't think he's good. No, enough no, I, I, I don't think he's good enough at this moment in time. Yeah. Maybe in the future, you, you never know. But see, but do you know, I think it, it's hard though because Silver's obviously gone a certain way, hasn't he? From what mm. we can, I mean, we don't know because we're just on the outside looking in. But he's gone a certain way in terms of he's basically prioritised a lot of the players who play every week. And sort of frozen out a lot of the other mm. lads there. So it, I imagine as a manager, it must be very hard to then try and get them lads back yeah. on side. Back, get them motivated. Back, yeah. back behind behind your team. Because, One you know, minute to start. Because some of the lads will be looking there thinking, well, I know for a fact that I'm on the list to go in January if they can get anything for me. So <laughs> if, you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're in that dressing room thinking to yourself, well, I know that I'm just one call away from, I'm going to get told that we've accepted a bit from, you know, Cardiff or Huddersfield or whoever for, you know, X, Y, Z. So then all of a sudden when you're managing, Silver needs them to kind of get back. We're on a bad run as it is. You know, get back involved and start running through brick walls from them. Mm. It must be hard for them to think, well, actually. Is that not what a professional footballer is about though? Isn't that what you're meant yeah, to but do? It's it's not, it's it's a good man manager not have those skills to be able to get that lad to do that? He should... You, you should do but it's like that it's like in any workplace though isn't it it's easy to say oh you should you should just stay professional it's, human, it's very hard to do everyone's human at the end of the day you know if you've gone from playing week in week out and now this fellow doesn't even doesn't even really trust it because you're on the bench every week and mm. he's waxing lyrical about his two other centre fielders in the press saying oh they're, they're being pivotal to our great play and that you're going to be sat there thinking yeah. well I'm not once there am I you know I'm, I'm going to be the I'm going to be gone the first chance to get so then when, when that fellow comes back and says I want you just to start running through brick walls for me now and, and, and really get yourself up for big game get yourself up people are going to be, th- they're going to be thinking well do I you know what, what, what is the score here you know what I mean it might just be used to get so they can put me in the shop window and, and get me out and like Graham said they're all human. It's easy to sit there and say, oh, footballers should be doing this. You know, they're paid a lot of money. They're humans at the end of the day and they probably think, they think no different to me or you or anyone. Mm. And don't forget, just like, just to kind of reiterate that point there, you mentioned there about Morgan Snyderland. This was the player who was booed off the pitch by us last season. The lad, mm. the lad, as far as we were concerned, the lad didn't have a future and he was one of, one of the surprise players to, mm-hmm. to stay in, in, in the summer. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know, I know, again, I know. I know. The top six have all got massive squads. And no one plays every single week, bar mm. maybe Harry Kane. So how do they keep their players happy? Because they're successful. If we, if we, so if we aspire to be those teams, surely that's something that we've got to try and do. And I know they're not his players, but he can't... That's the mentality that these players have. That have been brought make, in by mm. Martinez, Koeman. Yeah, um, that, that, that's, that, 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 that's again, but then that goes back to my point saying they're part of the problem in the sense of it, it's bad. So, so like every single player other than no, player no, 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 you just you're trying to turn into a black and white situation, and it's not that they're all they're all unprofessional and they don't, no, want no, to no, I'm not at see you're trying to you turn it into like a black <laughs> and white situation when it's not that it's it's <coughs> it's like the likes of Snydlin, you know, he was poor, ma- that was poor management for the last two years. He was he, he was he was all right for about the best part of six months, and then he had the poor that's um a poor year under under Koeman and Allardyce to the point where he was being booed off the pitch right what's his urgency to stay 
he's coasting on hundred grand a week there, probably on high wages, not playing. What's his urgency? Right, why, why is he? Why is he? Why is he? Then you've got the likes of Gentosin, who is being dropped through Marnie Ass, who has basically been the laughing stock of the laughing stock of so, the club. But who's making all these decisions now? Who who's the who who puts Morgan Stadler in the starting eleven one week? And then the manager drops him off the manager. Plate. But if there's no if there's no one else there. You know, he's obviously not making his mind up, is he? Though he, Silver, his decisions being made for him, effectively, isn't it? But but we're not the, the, the reason. The reason why the reason why Morgan Snyderland started the first five or six games this season was because Andre Gomez wasn't fit. But Tom Davis was his captain, so he obviously trusts Tom Davis. Gilfie Sigurdsson cost forty-five million pound. He's 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 one of the over the last few years been one of the Premier League's best players. We've, you, we've got good players. We have. I have got good players. You can't. You can't I'm not, say. I'm not disputing. We haven't got good players. Fair, that, they should be coming in, and they should be good enough to to not roll over at home against some of the sides we've got beat against. Was, to, was it, to go and put performances in. We've we've won one in eight Premier League games. Just, just going back to what you said about Davis, there. You know, when a, when a new manager comes in, the you know everyone's usually on a clean slate, aren't they? Players, mm-hmm. regardless of what you've done. Perfect example, Morgan Snyderland. He had a bad attitude from what we understand. He looked like he didn't want to be there. He was booed off the pitch. You know, Silver comes in, clean slate. So he's not trusting those players immediately. What I, How I see it is he's given them an opportunity to, to impress. And yeah, Davis was made captain, but it might have been a bit of a, like, a political statement as in, I've got, you know, you're a local lad. I want to try and, you know, boost the fans and you know get everyone up there and it, it, it hasn't worked with, with Davis because he's been dropped out of sight mm. similar to Snardlin and we went on that run <coughs> didn't we where we were we ended up seventh and we won a couple of games and he just kept picking the same team and they, that is you could probably pick off the, the you know on the top of your head the, the 11 the 12 maybe the sub that he would bring on to try and change it everyone else is probably surplus to requirements really I think I don't know. What, 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 go on, go on. Go on. This, 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 where do we finish? <laughs> Besides the fact that he's brought in, who, I'm not going to dispute a good players. That's the question mark on Mina for me. Where did, where did that side finish under Sam Allardyce last season? Obviously it finished eighth, didn't it? So we're not a crap side, are we? With, with a load of rubbish players. I, th- our, I think our squad's it... not, it's, our squad, we haven't got City or Liverpool squad, we haven't got Spurs as squad, but at the same time, we're not Huddersfield or no, Burnley. I know or... you're not advocating for Allardyce to come back or even no, have stayed. No, no, I know no, not, you're not saying yeah. that, but I think you mentioned it earlier, Connor. Like he's come in, he's had a lot to deal with, um, you know, new surroundings, whatever. But he's trying to change a mentality as well. And sometimes, you know, we we could have kept Allardyce, couldn't we? Or we could have kept a manager or got a manager similar to Allardyce mm-hmm. and how he played. And you know, with those with those players, we could have grinded out results, grinded out results, whatever, and finished. 10th, 9th, 8th, maybe 7th. Um, maybe gone on a, a good cut run, but I think that the, the project is bigger than just this season. We're no, not going to go down, are we? It... We're not, come on. We're, we're not, we're 27 but... points, the 18th position is on 15 now. That's a hell of a... Swing. It is a hell of a swing, and, and you, you'd like we to think... You'd like to think that we're going to win at least four or five games before the end of the yeah. season. There's your 40. No, we're not going to get relegated by any stretch of the imagination. That do, you not, do you not think, though, in, in all honesty, whoever comes in to get the Everton job is, is destined to struggle a little bit? And it's getting through that struggling yeah. period. So. Because but, but there's a difference between struggling a little bit and what we're doing at the minute. 
It's it's mm. it's poor for me. It is poor. Well, it is. I don't think anyone's. I don't, dis- any, I don't think anyone's disputing that, mate. It's not. But it is poor. But it's like he just said there. It's a bigger did, picture. Did, did you than, have? Did you have more ambitious aspirations at the start of the season than than what's occurred now? I, I I my ambitions at the start of the season were keep in touch with sixth and seventh, maybe finish seventh and get a cup run. Do you think that's going to happen? Yeah. Okay then. Mine, just while you're asking, we'll go to Connor as well, but mine was, I didn't think we'd break into the top six. I did, no chance. I said, if Allardyce finished eighth, then obviously Silver's got to finish yeah. eighth or seventh. Mm-hmm. So that was my that was my mindset going into it. Again, I was talking about the, the whole bigger picture and the bigger project. You know, if we, if we finished 10th and won a cup or had a, a decent cut run. I hate the saying have a decent cut run because, you know, a decent cut run's getting to a semi-final and you get beaten in a semi-final and you, you're fuming, Four years, you? haven't we? Four so, last 10 years, haven't we? So Yeah, whether that sees us progression or not. But yeah, I think you are right if he finishes below holidays. It's disappointing, but it's not. It's not the end of the world because we were never going to finish in Champions League or top six no, anyway. No, and don't get me wrong, I want to be eating my words at the end of the season. I want no, to no, be you saying, you oh, I was so wrong, but I, it, the season is just going to peter out for me. See, I, 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 I think the, the big issue in this, and what's causing a lot of this is you look at Silver's track record in that a lot of the jobs he's, he's been to, Watford, Hull, mm. he's, he's had really good spells where like, you know, they've shown really signs of promise then all of a sudden it's just like it's a massive brick wall there was an article today about that and then everything just sort of like collapses in on him you know? but he's never stayed at a club in England long enough to, to really change or get it yeah. get it right no but what but, but I think what, what I mean is though is that it likes a hull he come in didn't he and he had a, a little boost of results and people were going oh they could produce a great great escape here and in the end they ended up finishing the season getting battered you know Watford last year they started like an absolute house on fire and everyone was like Whoa. I know but he was sacked though then wasn't he you know, he, was he, he wasn't given a chance to yeah, get but out but of but it but by then no, it was already closed in the reckon because he, he basically lost the plot mm. I mean I mean, so, gave him circumstances for that in the yeah, fact that we were the, the players probably stopped playing for him in the fact that he wanted to come to us mm. seeing him potentially as a bigger club Wait, but what, what I mean is I don't, I'm not, what I'm saying is, is them, all that history doesn't help itself now no, it because doesn't. people look at it and, and look at it and I think to themselves I mean, it's like the stat about Valencia, isn't it? There's a lot of Valencia fans who, who say it took us five years to recover after Ronald Koeman came because <laughs> Koeman went in, caused absolute chaos, got off, and they say it took five years for us to recover and get back, get back competing to where we should be. And that's what I, and I do think. I do think we are partially struggling because of that. We, I mean, we, you know, look at the people we shipped out last year on the. Mm. On the on the on from who were bought in the Cumin reign, I think the only one really to survive and uh, sorry, the only two two to really survive and could keep themselves like improve was Sigurdsson and Keane. Pickford was already uh, you know a talent to play, and we were, we already knew what he was about. But it, again, it's it it's it's it is again mitigating factors of what's what's causing all this. And as you said, the it's a bigger picture, you know. And it, it, let's see uh, let's see what happens after. What, what go on? Let's see what happens after. You know, next summer's transfer window. I don't expect us to do much business this mm-hmm. one. You know, let's see who gets shipped out and who gets brought in. Then it's going to be a different team. I think that right hand side will be massively addressed. I think the striker position will be addressed. Um, and then you know we go again then, and then come back, come back to this time next year. You know, in twenty um, twenty twenty, and you know, let's see if we can see any vast improve any improvements then. What what takes precedent for you then, Graham? Now the league or the cup? What is the most important thing for Everton Football Club going into like May? What what needs to happen? 
Obviously not get relegated as one, you know. At the moment, at the moment, the way things are, I wouldn't like to... Uh, getting back to basics, it's exactly what it says on a tin, and I think at the moment, Everton need to concentrate on winning the next game. Whatever game that may be, Everton need to concentrate Whether on making sure they're okay. yeah. Whether it's yeah. an FA Cup game, a it's, league game. It's the Cup, it's the Cup, is the next game. So we've literally just spent, again, talk, about half an hour talking about how dilapidated and tired the squad is. Is this the perfect opportunity now for Silver to rest players or does he go full strength no, against put, a, a League 2 team? For me, he puts his full strength team out and plays, his full, plays the best team that he can on the day and we goes sh- out to win it. We spoke about this before, full strength all the way. Don't, no. make, the same, don't make the same mistakes yep. as he made against... Um, Southampton. That was it, yeah, Southampton. Go for it. No, don't be, don't be starting Stecklenburg. I know, it, I know it's Lincoln... Top of the league in the league too. Yeah, you know I don't. I, but let's not. The way Pickford's playing, I would start the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and go full strength. Don't mess around. Don't just just set your stall out early and say right, okay. I expect a couple of changes, but go at them. Just get the get the game over with. Stick the bench full of kids if you need to, and then bring them on. If that's how you want it, if that's how you want to do it, but blow them away in the first half, and then you know kill the game. Just don't mess around with it. But, he, but we know what he's we know what he's gonna do. I though. don't. I agree with what he's saying. We should mess around, but we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. Don't be yeah. a satty. But you'll, you'll get a team sheet, and it'll be you know wholesale changes across yeah. across the pitch. You know what I mean? You'll probably see Baines in for Dina. Mm-hmm. But know, saying I thought Jack Elka might get a run out. But you know what? We've all just been sitting here. Well, me and Connor have anyway. Saying how tired this team is, and here we are wanting to play a full strength team. You know what I mean? This, this is the but, perfect opportunity to rest it. But it now goes back to weekly games, though. This should yeah, yeah. more yeah. channel, should be yeah, on the feature the halfway no. through. Link, how many games have Lincoln played this season, mate? True, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, you got to look at it. It's a Saturday, and then the next games are the following Sunday, isn't it? Hmm. So it's an eight day gap, you know. But the, the, the but prop- I still think we'll make it, it makes no difference because we'll make wholesale changes anyway. No, I think we will. I mean, I think, but we will. If he does do that, then. I know it's Lincoln. It's a bit different to Southampton. You're going to say if it makes wholesale change, we get knocked out. Is he in the massive? Well, pressure. no. We, I mean, for one, I'm not. I'm not going to be at the game on Saturday. So you know, I, I, seeing that team sheet, um, whatever it's going to be, I'm going to be in the Sunny Lake District. But it's if, if he does not play a full strength team against Lincoln, regardless of whether they are second or first in the in League Two, you know, the lowest league, you you know, you can be league. in. He is definitely not learning from his mistake then against Southampton. Surely. Because for me, we are not going to get relegated. We are not going to finish in the Champions League. We're, we're probably not going to get Europa League. I mean, mm. if the cup go, cup places go down to seventh, you know, there's a potential for that. But when you when you rather win a cup and qualify for the Europa League, well, you finish seventh and qualify cup, for the Europa League. Well, if, 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 if we had that mentality, we should have won all the League Cup, shouldn't we? Well, because because of being in Europe yeah, by yeah. the end of February. I agree. Burton are in the semi-final. Exactly. You know, and how many times have you looked back over the years at like <laughs> the League Cup and looked at teams who've got the final or got the semi-final and you, you know you kick yourself and I, I just think it, it, at the end of the day, it's he's got to, he's got to make his own decisions and we judged on them decisions. So if he plays a weakened team and it goes a little bit wrong. It's that, well, it's either going to go wrong or it's not going to go a little bit wrong, is it? It's going to go no, very it's wrong. Like a little bit wrong is like a replay, like they they are done for a nil nil draw. Or well, then, like that, then you know? you're literally just another another game in midweek, which you, we could have done without. Like managers over the past couple of years, have they not learned the lesson? Mm-hmm. From what we, we have to beat Lincoln at home, don't we? Not just beat them comfortably, beat mm-hmm. them. Just, you've yeah. got to roll them. You've got to go out there and expect like. 
I think kind of enlisting, well, yeah, a scoreline's probably, but if it's a 1-0, you just don't get, want to Just get through. Just get, yeah, <laughs> get your name in the after. Go on, what's your prediction then for Lincoln Everton? 3-0. So Lincoln? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Graham? 7-0. <laughs> uh, we, we, we'll beat them, but, um, you know, 2 2 With, a, with a full strength team or a no, second rate no, team? No, he'll put us, he'll put it. Not a second string out, but he'll make changes. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. I think we'll see. I think we'll see Tom Davis start. I think Baines will start. Over Baines Dino. will start. Baines will start. Um, Jagel can probably probably get a run out. I don't know. You know. I think he might put Mina, Mina and Keane still. You know. I don't think that's one thing area. I don't think he'll. Kenny will start at right back. Well, you know, he played the weekend, but he'll, he'll start at right back. Let's be honest with you, rightly so. Um, I was impressed. You know what? He, I think he's one of the few players who can come out of yesterday as well, John Joe Kenny, without much criticism because I thought he did really well. But what did you say for the score? Did you say we'd win? 3 0. 3 0. 3 1. They'll score. 3 1. <laughs> Early. Actually, yeah, they will score. <laughs> they will score. <laughs> well, no one texts me when I'm up a mountain in the right district. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <text> you what? <laughs> well, if they score, because I'll jump off it. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on to the last section then of the fan questions. The View from the Gladys Street Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The View from the Gladys Street Podcast. Couple of um, couple of out there ones. Paul Hayes, um, obviously referring to the, the recent speculation Lincoln uh, guy with PSG, said, uh, we're trying to build a side and obviously sell it without, we don't need to sell our best, best players. Would it be a mistake? What are your thoughts? Sell it if you were to sell, sell a guy. I wouldn't sell yeah, a guy. That team doesn't click. Didn't have to. That team doesn't click without him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He, can't, can't. he, he gives I'll us something him. that no one else in yeah. the squad yeah. gives us, doesn't he? Yeah. You know? Unless unless we've got a replacement lined up and we're getting stupid money. Because yeah. don't forget, Gay's 31 now, is he? 30, 31. He we're getting, if, if it's PSG coming in, it's obviously going to be potentially big money. We're going to make a huge profit on him anyway because it's 7 million. And if we get a player, like Brand said, didn't he? It's one in, one out. That's how it's that's how it works. Yeah, and I I just wouldn't even contemplate selling. Yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm not contemplating selling. We're struggling, aren't we? On the other best on the other side of it, that's probably the only way. Not not will have changed, would it? Not was it if we yeah. sell him in January? Yeah. Nothing's changed, has it? In, what ten years? Because there's talk. Because there's talk of them after being after um, Decore as well, isn't there? Um, nice. As well, well, instead of Gay, which is benefits us I suppose alright next question um, Matthew Barry we've kind of touched on this anyway um, he just wanted us to, to discuss the state of the squad that Silver and Brands have inherited and current you know squad players I asked you Rob didn't I the, the, the other week what players would you would you get rid of Graham what five players that you'd probably just probably not be at Everton next, next season five of them yeah what? Because they're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. well, in your that you think silver and brands are going to ship out at some point. I think Jags is coming towards the end of his career, isn't he? I mm. love him, but he's coming to the end. Mm. Um, like in the ass and stuff like that. Snyderland, don't think he's got a future there yet in the ass. Um, I don't think some of them are young lads, though, aren't they? You know, you like to um, Calvert Lewin and Davis and Dow. Um, I think you know if they're shipped out on loan, it wouldn't surprise me. But and I'd like to see James McCarthy stay, but I think it looks unlikely that that's going to happen as well. I think they'll probably they'll probably get rid of him too. Um, well, John, just while you're on that, John Wardle's asked: um, Does McCarthy offer more fight in the midfield? Should he be given a chance? And why hasn't he been given a chance over the? The, um, the only December? reason I can think is that he's still not up to scratch fitness wise. Mm. Um, yeah. Otherwise, he'd be in there for me, hundred percent. 
Cool. Um, we touched on this again, uh, Rob. You you said yeah, but uh, Connor does does. Uh, this is a question from James Tully. Sorry, uh, does Kenny deserve a run in the team now following the Leicester game? Yeah, definitely. I think you know. While it's not everyone's cup of tea, is it? You know, John Joe Kenny coming in for Seamus Coleman because people say, oh well, Kenny's good defensively, but he hasn't really got much going forward. I think Coleman sort of regressed that much in the last few months that he had to be taken out the final line. Mm. There was no no other option. I mean, it actually got to the point I, I felt where teams were actually playing us and targeting Coleman as like the weak link of the back four, which you'd have never have imagined a couple of years ago. No, no, it's the entire right hand side though, isn't it? It's, pick, it's picked on time after time. Yeah. And it's so, Spurs definitely did yeah. it. So I, I think, you know, Kenny deserves a run. And, you know, he's another one. He's, he's got a chance now to prove what he can do. Because he's not only who's, who's been frozen out, hasn't he? You know, I think he's made one start under Silver, and that was at Leicester. So, but yeah, I, I was glad to see Coleman taking out the far line, to be fair. I mean, there's a lot of questions on squad death, which we have touched on, so I won't read them all out. But John Wardle has asked, um, does Tosin not deserve a, an extended run in the team? He says he, he gets the odd goal. Is he not the type of player that probably deserves an extended run? Because he's, he's obviously just getting minutes from a substitute bench, he's not at the moment having a, a getting a, a full ninety is your chance. I don't know. I think I think I'd rather stick with Calvert Lewin at the minute. Um, I think you know, I think Calvert Lewin's a bit more mobile on him, and I think the finishing qualities are probably similar. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a tough one because I think we all like toast, and we all want him, we all want him to, to to succeed. Is he still in your fantasy team, Greg? Not at all. No. No. <laughs> I, was, I, was, yeah. I was, I was, I was sticking up for him, wasn't I? Early in yeah. the season, but I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd go. Cal- I don't think Calvert Lewin's good enough to lead the line, but I'd go with him over Tosin. He's, the, yeah. He's too static, Tosin. Uh, he, he doesn't really. I, I thought he was going to be this goal poacher, this fox in the box mm. type player, but. He doesn't even he's really hear he, that. He's, a, he's not even that, he, not even that really, is he? I don't really it? know what he's bringing at the moment, so no, I'd stick with the Calvert-Lewin. To be honest with you, I think, I think no, what I'd like to see is do, again, because I think that's where we're maybe seeing the best of certain other players and himself, is maybe trying Richarlison up top mm. again as the, as the main striker. I think ever since he's gone out on that left, he just, I don't think he's as effective as... No. But what he hoped he would be when he went back he on left. Be, yeah. So... Maybe try that again, but uh, if you if you had to ask me to pick now between Tosin, I'd be I'd go Calvert Lewin ahead of him. Okay, well we tried to make it as positive as possible. We talked for about fifty three minutes, and I think we'll leave it there. Um, obviously, Everton play Lincoln on Saturday. Um, we will be back with another view from the Gala Street on Tuesday um, next week, which will be hosted by Paul Wheelock. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, just a re- reminder to subscribe, rate and review the podcast that we produce on iTunes and the Acast app. Until then, goodbye. You've been listening to The View from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo.